Hello, welcome to BlazePod. It's Tuesday, the 24th of October. My name is Ben, and on the line, as always, is Andrew. How are you, pal? I'm no bad, mate. How are you? I'm good, mate. Thank you. I've got a, a very nice cup of freshly ground coffee here, which is it's going down a tree. And uh, yeah, it's, it's good good coffee drinking weather today, isn't it? Even if I wanted yes, to get coffee for me, mate. Keep it simple. <laughs> I wanted to go to Sheffield <laughs> FC tonight. It's their, their birthday, obviously, um, but it's been rained off uh, yeah. t- tomorrow. So I might pop along tomorrow instead. But um, we're, we're talking, of course, about uh, the other Sheffield team being Sheffield United and uh, the game with Manchester United this weekend. And um, a 2-1 defeat, yet another defeat. I think this is eight games in a row we've conceded two-plus goals, which is probably bordering on a Premier League record, I imagine, if not a, if not a top-flight record. That's, that is pretty astonishingly bad. It I really saw yeah. earlier we now have the second... This is the second-worst start in Premier League history. So, again, just didn't know his last... 31 years or whatever it is but still that's a fair, fair body of football there's been some bad teams in the Premier League in that time so that's not good yeah. um, but <laughs> actually I quite enjoyed this game like for certainly the first yeah. half anyway I mean I, I thought we were I thought it was a good response like I mean responses is is not going to get you anything obviously it's like it's, you know moral victories aren't going to count for anything at the end of the end of the season but after the previous three games, I think three games was it Newcastle, West Ham, Fulham? Is that our last three games before this one? Yeah, that's yeah. right. Yeah, um, this was the yeah. first time yeah, yeah, we'd yeah. looked like we shrugged off that Newcastle game, um, and I appreciated mm. it. I, you know, I appreciated that. Yeah, I agree. That first half, even if ultimately it counts for naught. How uh, how do you I feel about it? After, all? Yeah, same. Came out after, and I said. As, as depressing as it is, I'll, I'll sort of take that. Um, mm. we're, 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 I've said before, I don't think we've got the quality to compete, certainly not against teams like Man U. Although I thought they were awful. I mean, I'll come on yeah. to the, the frustration. But um, I think, uh, you know, we can't really... You look at the players that they brought on again and it's just like, oh, like laughing again, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> ridiculous. Um, but they gave it their all. They came up short. They're just not good enough. It's just, it's, you know what I mean? But I can accept that performance. And what mm. I said in the last three... Is the levels of performances have been unacceptable, or I think that's a bordering unacceptable. I might have been being too kind there. Um, that was acceptable as a performance. Um, I've looked back at the highlights, and Man United were probably a little bit, almost a better than I, than I first thought watching it, but they certainly had more chances than I remember, mm. um, certainly in that second half. So I don't think we can say we were unlucky not to get something. Maybe we were a little bit, because first half we played well, but I think the best team won, but... That's you know we at least made it almost like a cup tie, which is what we've got to do in every game. Yeah, I mean it's not going to keep us up playing like that because as you say, we just don't have the quality. No. But I, I can sort of, I, I, yeah, I, I can let it slide in a way. I, I I don't feel too too beat up about it afterwards. I mean, I, I jokingly sent to my brother. Um, I found this text afterwards. I completely forgot to send it, but I, I'd sent this to him like before kickoff. I think I was like, I'm debating whether a two one defeat is like cause to go for a celebratory pint after the game <laughs> yeah. and, I, and I didn't feel yeah, I didn't yeah. feel quite that jovial at full time I was I was a bit I, I guess in the moment I was a bit frustrated because um like you I was mm. uh well as unimpressed as I expected to be with Man United and I thought I do don't know uh, just question question for you do you think they're the worst team we've played this season because I genuinely I think, think it's they are. possible I, I think I didn't see the better. Forest game um which obviously was a pro- yeah. probably the most even game we've played this season, or certainly one of one of two or three. Um, I but think yeah, Man I think U Everton maybe 
Yeah, I think Man United and Forest are pretty much on a par. I thought uh, maybe I'm expecting too much from because they're Man United, but and that's where the frustration comes in. I think any team, I think well, I think 16 to 17, 18 teams in this league beat that Man United team um, because they were that poor, and it does feel like a missed opportunity because they were there. They, I mean, it's a cliche, but they were there for the taking. They were absolutely awful by the standards that they set themselves, and we didn't, and we still couldn't manage to get a point. You know. Um, yeah. Maybe I'm being too harsh on our players because, you know, maybe we made them look poor. But I thought, yeah, I, I, that's, that's where the frustration come out after because you're thinking, not we're going to get, you wouldn't have thought we're going to get that many chances to beat Man United, although obviously we beat them under Wilder with Keen Bryan scoring. But, and that was one of the chances, that was one of the best chances we'll probably get for a while to beat Man United. Yeah, I said this to you afterwards. Like, can, can we just draw? Like, can we just draw one of these <laughs> games? Like, I mean, this is why we're going to finish bottom. Is like last time, we just don't draw, and you've got to draw a game like this where you know it's. I, you can talk me into the better team winning, but I think it was a very even game. They have obviously they have much better players than us, um, but I, yeah, thought thought on the sort of balance of the game, it was it was pretty even yeah. to be honest. But game two, we were better second. We were better. Yeah, just draw, just draw, man. Yeah, um, I, yeah I thought we were better second first, and then they were better second. Yeah, I, I always, I mean, uh, I see these like up to, uh, they do like their projections of it. And it's basically just a representation of the, the bookmakers odds, I suppose. But they give you before a game, they give you like, you know, I think this one, Man U had like a 52% chance of winning or something like on their on their model, which meant we had like, mm-hmm. I don't know, we had 22% chance of winning and then there was a 20% chance of a draw, or 26% chance of a draw or whatever. So it's basically like, saying you've got half a you know a one in two chance of drawing the game like and we've had that almost every game for like the last six games like surely we're going to draw one of these games like stop losing every single one it's so frustrating um it's incredible i mean if you look at the last premier league out and as well i'd like to know I, I bet not many teams have had as many games in the premier league in a row with such a little amount of draws it's got to be three in what we got three in 48 or something We've played. Have we played ten games or nine games now? I think uh, nine games. I'm trying to think of the season before that we didn't draw. We didn't draw many at the end, did we? We lost and then won. You know, we won three. Yeah, we won. I think Wolves were the last draw in that one. Uh, not Wolves, sorry, Burnley were the last draw in that one. Yeah, I know. I think you're right. Yeah, so, so we're talking 40, 45 games. <laughs> <laughs> uh, sorry, 45, 50 games. Yeah, yeah. Even even Derby drew games that that eleven point season. They had like well, they would have had eight draws, I suppose, wouldn't they? Um, yeah, they won one, didn't they? Yeah. Yeah, I think how I, how I feel and it's mixed feelings about it is I think if we could have played in the second half as we played in the first half, we'd probably win and we almost certainly draw because yeah. that was a really yeah. good first half. And I I could see Man U fans had got their heads in their hands, like at how. Mm-hmm. You know, we, we've talked about it before, like we haven't controlled the game this season. Well, we actually did control this game for, yeah. I don't know, 20, yeah. 30 minutes maybe in the first half, which, all right, if you're a if you're a non-Chef United fan listening to this, you'd be like, well, that's pathetic. But that's good for us. That's improvement. That's the first time we've seen that. And yeah, you know, I'm watching Darlow or whoever, like hoof it clear and we're picking it up on the halfway line under no pressure at all. And I can see Man U fans have got their heads in their hands because they're like, what's going on? Like this team that is... Probably the worst team in the league are oh, giving us the runaround here, and um, yeah, I thought I really, I thought it was a really good first half. I thought, um, you know, play, I thought we were full of running with the ball. I thought we defended well, barring the uh, the actual goal that we did concede, and um, you know, we we kind of shot on sight, had a couple of opportunities ourselves. I thought they were 
Yeah, there was lots to like about that first half, but of course, second half, we run out of legs, we run out of options off the bench. We're, you know, already hobbled by injury going into the game, and then we lose McBurney after 50 minutes, where it sounds like he was injured in the first <coughs> half anyway. Um, yeah, we've we've just got. I've also had Mackey no injured as well. I don't know. How, I don't know how true it is, but I, I, someone said by taking Mackey off, and someone said they saw him limping as well. Uh, okay. I don't want to add fuel to the, you know, the injury. I don't, don't need any more fuel. Well, to I mean, it's it. probably it's safe to assume that he is injured, isn't it? Yeah. It's a bit better than even uh, odds, I'd say. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I think you know that's what took him off as well. So, but I think again, the sub thing is is another thing. I think it's another game that we probably lost uh, due to subs. As much as like um, the performance did drop off, I think the big reason with that is because you know I've seen people criticising. So why don't you bring Slomani on? You know, whatever. The, the, the facts are that whoever we brought off the bench weren't really going to be good enough to turn that game around. Nah. Um, Traore comes on. He just don't look at the level. Osborne, he'll give you everything. He'll run around all over the place, but he's not going to create anything, is he? You know, he's not going to kill one in from thirty yards. Um, and Brewster coming back from pretty much a year out, so yeah. you know we're having to bring these people on. And again, if you have a normal sub bench, who knows? You know, if we had fully fit team, and we could bring players on who were, you know, even like someone like Jebison or someone like that, to a bit more of a like for like for for McBurnham. Who knows? You know, maybe we get a draw out of it, but we haven't got the options. No, we haven't, and and that's why my mixed feelings come in. So, like first half, you know, I, I thought did like a lot of credit to players and I guess management for lifting the players as well um, and getting a functioning performance out of four four two, which we'll get into in a sec. Yeah. Um, but then second half is like, well, this is that we we are uh, we're reaping what we've sown here. I mean, yes, the injuries are, are bad, but they're also uh, you know <laughs> they're not exactly. Uh, headline news are they it's, it's things that's been going on for ages there's players missing that have been out yeah. for, for months uh, well for like a season or more in fact um, mm. and then this is you know this is what happens when you you have the transfer window that we you know we've talked about at length this is this is the product of that we don't have <coughs> any we just don't have any game changers and yeah uh, you know well we would go 2-1 down uh, 77th minute and um, Hecky Bottom brings on Osborne because that's like that's basically the only change we can make. Like, I mean, well, like I say, people will say Slamani. I've not seen him. You know, I keep. I, I've seen a lot of people say play him. He's brilliant. He's I, I've not seen him. Five you know, minutes say, of league football. For yeah, us. he's played forty-five minutes all season. He might be brilliant. Maybe look, Trusty probably should. Have, but thought he were really good, Trusty. And mm. he probably you look at him. Maybe he should have started earlier. But then again, Robinson's been brilliant, so I don't know. Mm. But so maybe it's just being too cautious or whatever. But. I've got a feeling that yeah, just just based on you know the other side they brought in from uh, from abroad. Uh, you know, um, I thought Souza a lot better in this game, but mm. Souza, Larucci, and Torore, There's probably a good chance that Slomani's not going to be much better than them right now. You'd think so, yeah. Um, yeah. So the 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 thing we've kind of danced around here is Almadozic is out. From the starting line, which is a major downer. Um, it's not been great this season, but that is now four fifths of our first choice back five out, and most of them with pretty serious injuries. I mean, Baldock's this contusion that Baldock <laughs> suffered a month ago, or whatever. I mean, we're yeah. almost what well, we're almost into the next international break now, aren't we? I think. I oh, know we just had one. Sorry, it's the uh, women's international. Yeah, well, we are though. We've only got two, three games, two games, three games. I don't know what it is. Three games again, right. another one. So, and he, <laughs> yeah, and he's nowhere. Like he's not even you know being talked about as like possibly ready for the bench or anything like that. Uh, obviously, Norton Davis. Matt 
Uh, he trod on a sprinkler and fell in a hole. I don't know. <laughs> I think he had surgery, didn't he? It's another one, though. You're like, this is what this is what's mad. If they, these players were missing one or two games, and he said, you know, Egan's going to be out for a couple of weeks, and oh, that's a blow, but, you know, we'll get through with a couple of players. They're out for months and months yeah. and months and months. Max Lowe's trod on a sprinkler. He played after he trod on this sprinkler. Well, yeah, that's another Like thing, two games, the first two games of the season. And now, I mean, I'm, look, I don't think Max Lowe was a game changer or anything, but just an example, Arucci went on the bench. I presume he's injured. Um, Bernie's gone off injured. We've got what happens? I'd like to pose this question to you, Ben. <laughs> what yeah. happens if I'll say when Trusty or uh, Robinson get injured? Uh, whoever the next Karen Gordon is probably steps up, and that's it. Or we play Souza at centre back. It's going to be either Souza at centre back or I presume Frecklington. I don't know. I'm not. I don't. I don't really know. Who, by all accounts, couldn't hold down a first team place at Chesterfield. So yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's ridiculous. Look. We, we had this obviously about this time last season hmm. it ain't normal it, it's more it's more emphasised with us because the quality's poor anyway Man United have got loads of players out they might be listening to this podcast saying well we've got loads out as well but as we saw with the players that they brought on you know every one of their players on their bench getting to our team so so it is more emphasised but we have now got is it 13 out maybe 40 whatever it is I'll be honest I, but, I don't even bother counting yeah, but it's not that for me. It's the long-term injury, yeah. how long they're out for, that is the the big issue. It's not everyone gets injured and, you know, a bit of a strain and you think, oh, leave them out for a couple of weeks, whatever. Tom Davis is out for four months because he had a shot. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, what's going on? I can't criticise him because I did him. once break my own ankle trying to kick a football. So. <laughs> I, I, I hate to break this to you, man, but you're not a Premier League footballer. <laughs> what? <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, this is it. Norton Davis has obviously been out for a year. It is like uh, literally a year, possibly to the day, I think, or certainly around this week that uh, he went yeah, off with his hand. Who. Since when do hamstring injuries keep people out for a year? This I've never heard of this before, United. Like before the last couple of years, United. This, um, it's a bit of Bruce is another one, isn't it? Bruce are out for pretty much a year with the hamstring. Yeah, this is where they say an L mm. is going to be weeks. It's like yeah, How many weeks though? and a, weeks and a year. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's going to be sixty-five weeks. <laughs> <laughs> oh jeez, and uh, Egan obviously is out, and Basham's broken his ankle. So like I said, we're missing four fifths of our first choice back five. Plus Basham as well, who would be first reserve for a, a couple of positions. Um, so we have no choice to go four four two. And yeah, I thought I thought Trusty and Robinson. Robinson's been good all season. Um, I just wrote something for the BBC Sport website about this. Like just yeah. just yeah. give this man his uh, give this man his due. Like does Jack Robinson get in the squad of nine? Any of the other nineteen Premier League teams? Probably not. It might make Luton's bench. I guess certainly doesn't start mm. for any of the teams. He's the only outfield player I, I would say has played to the like close to the limit of his ability in every game so far this season. So I respect it, like I appreciate and respect it. And him and Trusty did a, a grand old job, I thought, at centre back here. Um, he did. You touched on Souza. Uh, yeah, this is the best I've seen him again. Not you know, mm. not outstanding, but I thought defensively he gave us what he Much what better. we needed. Yeah, um, mm. and you know, I single out those three, I suppose, the two centre backs and him. Because this, uh, we kept Man United to 14 shots in this game, which is our lowest mark Wait. of the season. Um, I think it's the lowest XG we've allowed as well. We actually shaded the XG in this one game, although obviously uh, half of that was our, our penalty. Um, so, yeah, I guess, you know, 
fair fair play to the players for putting in a, a, a good shift in four four two because obviously the last time we saw this it was an utter disaster and we lost a half of football five nil to Newcastle. Um yeah. so yeah, make makeshift defence did a good job against what is a good attack. I mean look Rashford, Fernandez, Anthony. I, I know nothing about Hoyland, who's been starting up from for Man U this season. It, uh, I've, I'm so not tuned into other teams, but I can say with a lot of confidence that the three that were playing behind him are very, very good indeed. And uh, yeah. yeah, largely stood up to it well. Um, McBurney going off after 50 minutes was a was just a killer blow. Uh, I think we were yeah, you were know, excellent again, excellent. Yeah, yeah, he was. Yeah. Uh, and we were in the game up to that point. You know, Norwood had that shot from the edge of the box just before he went off but obviously it, we hear afterwards that he, he was already injured like you know after half an hour or something before he took the penalty wasn't he well he said that he wasn't sure if he were going to get enough power behind the penalty because it were hurting that much and you're thinking why is this man on the pitch then like what's going on yeah it's just yeah outrageous i mean he says he felt bad just 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 by our injuries and his injury record he's probably going to be out for about a month i would have thought i i don't know but I certainly don't see him starting at Arsenal. And yeah, and I know, as we saw without him, what I was really frustrated with is that we don't have another way of playing. Um, what, what I said at the beginning of the season, and I think it's becoming more and more annoying to me like every passing game, is that we had no replacement for McBurney. Maybe we thought Jebison or Asulu were going to do that role. They're not similar players, but it's so frustrating that we rely so much on that figurehead up front like a target man. To the way we were playing, we played we played so much better with him in the team, and there is no replacement. We, we basically played the same tactics, but put Brewster there instead yeah. and started aiming for his afro. Um, <laughs> it's just like just because he's got big hair, he doesn't mean he's going to win. Loads <laughs> 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 of yeah, um, but he's uh, yeah. And but there's no there's no life like replacement for McBurney, and he is the most important player in the team because of that. Um, and yeah, I, I don't know what we do now. I think I presume Brewster and Arsenal will be up front, and I presume that we'll not have much. You know, much threat because we'll have no hold up play. I hope I'm wrong, obviously, but just the way that I saw it on, in the second half, anyway. Yeah, I'm I just writing off that Arsenal game, and I, I and yeah, I mean, you know, for this for fitness's fitness sake, uh, we I, we do. You know, if McBurney is a doubt, don't play him. Like, yeah, definitely. The, the odds him. of us definitely getting some out of that is significantly less than the uh, Wolves game coming up a week after. So, just just don't even risk it. I don't I don't really care. We've already I mean look, we've already lost eight nil this season. Does it really matter if we lose eight nil again or nine nil or whatever? Um let's move on to let's the Let's do it again. Let's do it again. Let's have another <laughs> go. So we can get nine. Yeah. But um <laughs> 4-4-2, it kinda worked, I thought. Certainly yeah. certainly no less solid than has come before. You know, it's backed up statistically and I, I presume a lot of people would agree with me just from watching the game. We didn't we didn't allow masses of good chances for Man United, apart from maybe late in the game when we, you know, they they definitely had more chances in the second half as we were were tiring and you know losing yeah. bodies and stuff like this. But the yeah. tiring thing is another thing. The tiring thing is on six every time on sixty minutes we just look absolutely knackered. Absolutely, and I don't yeah. know whether that's because the opposition are bringing on five more quality players, which it probably is. So I see a lot of people talking don't about know. fitness. Maybe it's fitness. I don't know, but I, I think a lot of it is that you know they're bringing five incredible internationals on and yeah. we're like oh god it's, it's Ben Osborne and uh, Rian Brewster returning yeah. to fitness and Traore oh I don't know man it it, it, it looks like it should be at uh, least a league below at the moment I know he's not exactly being thrust into yeah. good situations but uh, doesn't look a viable player for us at this level anyway um, right no, now and, and, and this is the thing I think I think he cost like three or four million or something by all accounts 
And I'd rather have just like spent, I mean, maybe you're not thinking of the future. Maybe in mm. like two years' time, I might be saying, what a sign in this guy where, you know, yep. I, I, I wrote McAtee last year. I've been wrong about many a thing. Um, because he looks a little bit like McAtee last year in the sense that McAtee looked like he couldn't play the men's game. And that's what Traore looks like. But I just wish I'd have spent that money on, even if it was someone like as uninspiring as Kiefer Moore for a couple of million pounds, just to give us an experienced big striker up there who can, you know, because that's the problem for me. It's not, you know, Archer has not been great. It was a really good first half in this mm. game, but he's a goal scorer. He's not going to be an, ever going to be an old up player. And Bruce is never going to be an old up player. Traore is never going to be an old up player. And I'd rather have just spent that money on, on, a, on a like for life from McBurney just to give us something to aim at when we're under pressure. Mm. Yeah, indeed. I mean, I, I think uh, uh, you're probably about that 60 minute mark in the second half. I was, I, I, I kind of just sank in my seat a little bit. So I was like, you know, the rest of the game is is just will Man United score again? That's that yeah. is the rest of the game. There's not. We just have no threat now. Like McBurney's gone off. There's nothing yeah. we can do. Like. You know, Man U are defending well. You know, relatively speaking, there's, you know, it's not like Maguire's going to suddenly fall on his backside and let Traore running run on goal or anything like that. So, yeah, I was just kind of wait, almost waiting for the inevitable, I suppose, and we we almost got away with it. I guess it's a really, uh, it is a good strike by Darlow. I actually thought Wes should have saved this, yeah. um, especially having got two on it. But um, I'm, I'm jumping about all over the place here anyway. Because yeah. <laughs> Yeah, the first half we were very good and we did have Man United on that back foot, which we just haven't done to any team so far this season. Uh, Archer had that good shot from from long range, but Bernie had a, uh, I think it came off a Hamer shot that kind of deflected to him and he, I don't know, he doesn't strike it particularly well, McBurney. You know when he's about about 12 yards out? Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I, do you know what? Another thing, I thought Hamer were arguably our poorest him and Norwood anyway, maybe hmm. in, in terms of the midfield. I'm expecting a lot more from him, Aimer, in, the, in this in this game in particular because I don't think Man you were great in the centre midfield with autonomy and um, you know I, I know Anthony's third forward or whatever, but and I don't think he really got to a grip with it, you know. And, and I would expect I wanted a lot more from him in in terms of the you know the long bursts he runs each way, and we never really got it from him. I thought the poorest outfield player were probably Thomas, probably summed up by that that cross at the end. Where he just blasts it miles over everybody's head. <laughs> that one um, or the one where he and... just fell over his own feet trying to cross it. That was oh, crying out loud. I forgot about that. Yeah, <laughs> I think I actually was... did laugh at that one. Yeah, but... <laughs> yeah. I mean, like I say, I don't want to, you know, it's just one of them again where you think, it, I said it last week, it's probably a waste of a loan. Now Osborne's back and if LaRouche gets fit, you know, and if we're playing four at the back as well. Even put Robinson there once someone else comes back. It does seem like a bit of a waste of the at the moment. Yeah. Have I got this right? McAtee and Hamer play. So McAtee played on the right, yes? Yeah? So or did he end on the right and start yeah. on that? Yeah, I thought so. I, I thought he yeah, did really he's... well, McAtee. That was his. Um... Yeah, I thought McAtee first off were absolutely fantastic. And I think mm. he tired a bit in the second, which may be, like I say, probably injured. <laughs> yeah, yeah, most likely. Um, what was I going to say? Yeah, so they, they take the lead from such a pathetic goal. Like, this was so rubbish, wasn't it? I was. Really frustrated at this. It was the first real, real meaningful shot of the game. They had like a couple where they yep. dragged it miles wide or whatever. And this just sort of bobbles up to uh, McTominay. And he, he like, I don't know, he sort of just scuffs it into the middle of the goal and Fodringham just stands there. I, I, look, Wes made a fantastic save not long after this. And if he doesn't make it, it's off Hoyland. If he doesn't make that save, then... Yeah, we're, we're probably thinking about returning to the beer festival before it shuts at half-time. <laughs> um, yeah. But he, he also did a lot of standing and watching in this game, which I I don't need from my goalkeeper when we're 
you know, under under siege quite a lot. You know, I think he stared at two that it is crossbar, uh, one in either half. And uh, I just I just don't know what happens with this first goal. Any, it's mm. I, I knew it was in as soon as um, as soon as McTominay shinned it because Wes just stands there. It was very very bizarre. I thought. I, yeah, like you say, there were three or four shots like that. I, I think I might have even said something like jokingly, something like it's like he's that tired from diving like twenty mm. shots every game. It's, I'm not diving for that one as well. Like, I can't be bothered all the rest of it. Um, but it, yeah, he did. And it, yeah, this I think it was probably his poorest game of the season. And he still managed to pull off a couple of really good saves as well. In fairness to him, yeah. he's not the you know he's not the the biggest issue that we've got by far. But yeah, no, no, I thought he could have done better. I think I think he could have done better on both. Yeah, I agree with you. And, and like I said, there were other ones where where the, the shots that come off the ball. There were one I actually thought he saved because he didn't move, and I thought well. He must have got an hand to it because why wouldn't you move it straight at you, basically? Yeah, I think we're the one in the first half. And it, like, he's not in the corner or anything. The free and kick. And he just stands there. And I thought, he must. Yeah, the free kick. And I thought, yeah, that's it, the free kick. And I thought, he must have got an hand to that. Yeah. And he didn't. Yeah. He, was just, he just stood there for some reason. Yeah, a couple of great efforts, that. Fernandez from a free kick. And uh, second half, mm. there's Amrabat in it. Like a. Oh, Amrabat, yeah. Would have been a magnificent goal, but both uh, both hit the bar. Um, there was another one in. The, this is, I think, after we'd gone 2 1 down, it might still have been 1 1, but um, Garnacho would come on and he hit the side net. Yeah. And Wes just stood and looked at that. I just. I don't. Yeah. I, I don't know. I, I am nitpicking here because I think Wes has been probably our best player this season. Certainly top two with, yeah. with Robinson. But, like. There's no yeah, reason yeah. for him not to dive for every shot. Like, there's just no reason. Like, please dive. You know, like at yeah, least. Go, mate. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you're not. You don't gain anything by standing there. You know, if it is the bar and rebounds into play, well, I'd back you to be able to stand up and reposition yourself mm. in that time. And he obviously did the, the silly kick out as well, which yeah, they, I, yeah. I have no idea out. Were it Rashford or Ganacho missed that? Rashford, weren't it? I think. I can't remember. Or Ignacio. Anyway, one of them, they, were, they both went clean through and put in appalling finishes. I was really surprised by Rashford, by the way. I thought, mm. watching for England on uh, Tuesday night, I um, thought it looked really good. I thought it looked excellent against Scotland last month as well. And I'm like, he's not one of those sort of players where I always think he's, he should be in the team, Rashford, definitely. Because I always seen for Man United, he never looks good. And he, feel, he, he, you know, he, he continued with that. I thought he would really put up against Bogle, who struggles defensively as well. And, like I said, I don't want to go Man United. They're probably laughing at us for even talking about them. But <laughs> I, I do, you know, a lot of worries for them considering like where they want to be. I think they're miles off mm. like Tottenham and, and City and Arsenal. Indeed. I, I thought we did a good job on Rashford, to be honest. I mean, there might be a little bit of like post-international break blues. It happens sometimes, doesn't it? Can you, uh, yeah. I don't know, without uh, without inciting the, the ire of a, a section of society, I suppose, can you give me any, any explanation as to why Rashford was getting booed by some people during this game? Like, am I missing something? I, Is it just that he's no, not a Tory? I don't, I don't know. I, was, I, was, I couldn't work it out at all. Someone said it's because he dived really early on, but okay. I don't remember that. Maybe he did. Really bizarre. We I, really I hope that. that's I mean, I think why. We did it to Grealish as well. I remember just boo England players. Madison were another one. <laughs> just boo like Harry Kane. We booed him on last season. We just ate England. Okay. Like Liverpool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I'm just going to leave that one there rather than get into yeah, the nitty gritty of it. I really but... don't know. Could not, couldn't tell you why that was at all. If anyone knows, then yeah, let us know because I've, I've really no idea. We're a bizarre one. Though. Yeah, good player. 
very good human being, Rashford. I, I ain't booing someone like that. And uh, yeah, he's, he's good for England at the World Cup. Man, really get like five goals at the World Cup or something, four or five goals. That was brilliant. Something like that. And we dropped yeah. him. We didn't bring him on. We got Sterling on for some ridiculous reason. I know. So we're we'll booing him next. He'll be next one to be booed, I'm sure. Yeah. Well, I think he's just famous players. Hopefully, yeah, <laughs> Sterling want to look him full circle, I suppose. But um, anyway, let's let's get off this. Yeah. This, is, this is sticky. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So we're we're one 0 down with that really crap McTominay goal, but we did keep pushing, and then McTominay gives us a way back into the game with a very clear mm. handball from um, across the comes oh, don't from the right. This. I, I, this is, I'm so annoyed by this. I'm baffled, mate. I, so I'd not, I didn't watch the highlights back until earlier this morning and I, I was watching with curiosity as to why there was like a two-minute VAR check for this penalty, which, for avoidance of doubt, Michael Oliver gave in about 0.2 seconds. Please you know explain to me what they were looking at. The reason he gave it so quick is because it was so obviously a penalty. I had no idea. Absolutely no idea. I watched for my sins. Um, Mark Goldbridge, a little bit of him after. Uh, and even he was saying it's penalty. You know what I mean? Like, he, he, he's an idiot. Like, so. <laughs> um, but yeah, we were obviously a penalty. And it took about... I mean, I thought they were going to disallow it at the time. I don't know about you. I was saying... Well, well it's not, it's it taken so long. long. I thought there must be something. Yeah. Like, it must, maybe someone was offside yeah. or something in the lead-up. I have it's... absolutely no idea. Oh, yeah, man, all really I kept thinking him. is, is that Gary? This is Manchester United. That's all I could think of. Like, you know, what was it? I don't think. I don't know. I don't think there is corruption. I think, but I don't know. I and mean, then you look at things like that, and you think, what would are you, you looking that one at? For us? That, yeah. What? What is? I'd like to get. Mind you, I want to say let, let's get Dermot Gallagher on board. Either just. Well, I don't know what he would say. Well, there are some things that. In his fake Irish accent. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> this blows my mind. Is his actual accent? Um, I know we're here complaining about a decision we actually got awarded, but it's like the last two games we've had something pretty clear go yeah. in our favour in terms of we had an own goal that was subject to a long VAR check, eh? And then we had this penalty, and I, I, I don't know. Like I said, I watched it back. I was like, okay, maybe Bogle was offside, or maybe somebody handballed it who crossed it in. No, nothing like that. Nothing remotely. You know, there's no one near McTominay, so it's not like he was fouled or anything like. It's not like he flicks it off his foot onto his hand. It's not like his hand is, I don't know, stuck in his shorts pocket or anything. It just happens to brush it. Ah, oh, so annoying. This really ticked me off, and it. Massive credit to McBurney because I I thought at the time like he stood over this ball for such a long time or he stood with the ball in his hands yeah. for must have been at least two minutes in front of all the Manu fans. We, we haven't scored a penalty. The- God, sorry. Sorry, I had zero confidence we were going to score. <laughs> yeah, yeah, same. No, again, nothing really particular on him. Although he uh, doesn't have a great penalty record with us. Um, I think he's only taken them in shootouts, hasn't he? But I believe he's missed at least yeah, two for us. Okay. Yeah, I've seen him score for Scotland, but not for us. Wow, that is a rarity. You should get a T-shirt. Sorry, mm. <laughs> score for Scotland. Um, yeah. It was almost, uh, in fact, it was slightly more than two years to the day since we last, we Sheffield United Football Club last scored a penalty in the league, October nineteenth, twenty twenty-one, two-one home defeat. Uh, also against Millwall that time, Sharp scored that one. McBurney sweeps this one into the corner of the net. Fantastic Beautiful. penalty. Anana goes the right way, but uh, no chance. Great penalty. Love it. Um, yeah, big relief, because I just thought, we've just been diddled by this stupid VAR check that's going on for absolutely ages. But he uh, he kept his cool and still had enough enough strength in his foot to kick it. Um, yeah, we had... so straight after that, didn't we? We had that other attack where McAtee again does really well, and Amos should shoot early for me, and he, we mess about with it. Mm. The, the, you know, but... 
when that went in, the, the momentum were behind us again. And man, you last ten minutes of that, I did get back into it. But I was really happy at halftime. Yeah, same. you know, I, I thought I'm enjoying this. It's a game of football. I mean, I think I was, I was still probably thinking we're not going to win or, or even draw. But I'm enjoying it. You know, I'm enjoying this performance. And if we lose playing like this, I'll take it. And I think that's why we're more accepting afterwards, even though the second half were much, much worse than the first. Yeah, I'm just uh, just thinking back now. There was, uh, I think that was probably one of only two good halves we've played this season. Maybe, maybe second half against Forest. I didn't, I didn't see that one, but it sounds like we played quite well in that one. Yeah. I'd just say Everton yeah. at home first half, and then this one. Mm. Um, yeah, where we've actually played played well, and I've felt at half-time very, uh, very satisfied. Um, but yeah, McBurney goes off after five minutes, and... That, that, I mean, that kind of just signaled the end of the contest in terms of are we going to score? I mean, Brewster comes on and he has that. He has one good sh- swerving shot immediately, but then vanished yeah. after that. Um, yeah, I think he only touched the yeah. ball. In fact, yeah. I, have it here. I felt a bit sorry for him, though. I have seen a lot of people criticise him, and I do feel a bit sorry for him because we, we were just oofing the ball up to him. You know, we didn't, I guess. We didn't I... play. I, I don't think those two are ever going to work, Archer and Brewster, in this league anyway, because they're just they're not strong enough, they're not physical enough. Um, but yeah, we'd, we'd, by that point, we'd pretty much cease to exist as an attacking. Outlet, yeah, I, I guess I'd have just liked to have seen a bit more. I don't know, a bit more lung busting from Brewster, if you like. You know, even if he's not going to mm. actually get on the ball, at least make it a bit harder for him. I know he's coming back from this long injury and stuff. I probably shouldn't expect too much of him, mm. but. Yeah, he, he touched the ball 12 times in, what do we play, like 40-odd minutes? Um, yeah. yeah. Do you think it were a penalty on the rebound of that yeah, shot? Yeah, so actually, yeah, do you know what? I, I'm, I'm glad you mentioned that because I would not have done because I'd completely forgotten about it because I didn't even notice <laughs> it at the time. No, I don't think this is a penalty. No, I, I, I don't understand. There's an angle that makes it look a bit like a penalty, but if you actually watch the sort of standard TV view... McAtee just keeps going in the straight line. It's just, it's just contact. Like it happens. It's uh, uh, nah, not, not even remotely. I mean, I don't. It's, For me, it's... sitting on the fence, all Mars, I think if he'd have given the penalty, they probably wouldn't have overturned it. But if he yeah. hasn't given it, there's not enough there for him to overturn it. I think it's. I don't know. I, don't, I think I can see why people think it's a pen, definitely. But I, 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 I think if he, like I say, I think if he gives it, I don't think it's going to get overturned. But. I can also see why he didn't give it. Put it one way, I was there at the march behind the goal and I didn't think, penalty, I didn't even appeal for it. Because I thought, well, you know... I, just I, didn't, even real, I didn't even realise he'd pushed him. Because like, it, it didn't no. even look like it sort of affected uh, McAtee's route, if you like, on the ball. So, uh, um, a bit risky for Maguire, I think. I think it were a little bit yeah. risky for Maguire. Probably not really much need for him to go in with that sort of force. But I don't think he does it enough for it to warrant... Certainly not to be warranted like reversing the de- uh, decision anyway. Yeah, and uh, you know, I've seen uh, a few a few people say you know it's, it's, it's such a clear penalty, and I'm, I'm not buying that at all. So nah, didn't I'm, like I said, didn't even notice it at the time. It was only uh, the next day when loads of people are going like, "Oh, that should have been a penalty on McAtee from Maguire." I was like, "When was that? Was that in the first? It must have been." I was thinking it must have been in the first half, and it was you know down the other end of the pitch. So I just I had no vision on it or anything. But no, it happened right under my nose, relatively, and I didn't think it was a foul at all. Well, that said. That said, I must. I have to confess, I don't even know the rules anymore of the game. So maybe it was a clear penalty. <laughs> I don't even know the rules anymore. <laughs> but, so, yeah, uh, yeah. But Bernie, excuse me, Brewster sort of vanished a bit after that. Um, and yeah, it just became a bit of a like just just wait and see if they score, I suppose. And unfortunately, yeah, yeah they they did eventually. Darlow curls one in from um, from long range. Wes gets a two hands on it. Just you can only push it into the. 
the top corner, I suppose. Um, yeah, pretty annoying. They, we have to bring on Osborne. Uh, Triore comes on for Hamer. I think McAtee had already come off at this point as well, and he. Uh, oh no, maybe not. When did McAtee come off? Any idea? McAtee. Oh, he came Traore off for Osborne. Sorry, yeah. Yeah, Osborne and Triore came off for McAtee and Hamer. Which, although I've criticised Hamer's performance, I was a bit. I don't really know how that's going to work. If you know what I mean, you yeah. know, we, we sort of whatever you think. You know, Hamer. I don't think he had his best game, but we we've seen he's capable of scoring a a, a goal from nothing. You know, he's got he's certainly got that in his locker more than Osborne. And I, I mean, maybe he just put that much energy in, Aimer. I'm not sure. But I was a bit confused by that substitution. Yeah, indeed. Uh, and yeah, so they take the lead. And we. I, I don't I don't remember us threatening at all after that. Did we even have a shot after that point? I, mean, I think we... I think the closest we came was that Thomas Cross where he gets yeah. into a really good position. And if you get... Traore is at the back post on Marks. I can see who he's aiming for, but mm. it, it's so badly executed that he's not a. Ch- you can't class it as a chance. But we got that was the. I think that was the closest realistically that we that we got. And Man United could have had three or four up to this point. So yeah, they, unsurprisingly, yeah, could have padded the score. Um, they had that one that Garnacho hit the side net in. I think it might have been Hoyland had that. Uh, Hoyland had a good chance. To, uh, is that his name? Am I getting this wrong? Am I, um, yeah, I think you're right. Is it, Hoyland? Is it Hoyland? Yeah, yeah. Oh, sorry, suddenly. Hoyland, yeah. The like player who's not impressing that to you when I've seen him this year. Yeah, they, they could have had three or four, so I'm, you know, I'm criticised. I think, I don't know, I think it was much, much, much better. Much yeah. better. Um, but it, it was, it wasn't... I can't actually come out and say, bloody hell, you know, we, we were so close there. Because realistically, when you look back at it, as soon as the second now, as soon as Bernie went off, it, it'd be really, it, it'd be, I'd have to be pretty one-eyed to say that we deserved anything from it, realistically. Yeah. But it's a it's a performance that gives me a bit of hope that we can, you know, pick up some more points uh, in the games following this Arsenal game. Um, I, I'm just going to put you on the spot, mate. Uh because we did this last season, and you um, you were slightly more conservative than me. I asked you at the, like multiple points. Like, what's your what's your percentage belief that we were going to get promoted? What what percentage chance would you give us of staying up from here? Genuinely, yeah. Um, oh, um, I don't want to be. I don't want to go over the top and 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 I'm trying to think. There's not. A, that's a five percent. My immediate reaction, yeah, my immediate reaction was one percent, and I, I'm I, going to say one. I don't know. If, I don't know if I'm being reactionary. Go on, sorry. No, I mean realistically, I I don't envisage us staying up at all. I don't envisage us. I, I can't imagine us being sat here this time next season talking about another Premier League campaign. I just can't see how that happens. Mm. Whatever happens, even if all the players come back and we get a change of manager or whatever you you want to do, even if we get bought out. You know, I don't think we're going to spend that much money in in January. To I suppose that's the only the only chance that we have got. I suppose is if the if the Prince does sell and we get yeah. a billionaire. Owned. Well, I've, and I've... that's where the five percent. Yeah, that, okay, I mean, that's yeah. So I, I've I've built that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I've I've built that into my one percent. Like because I think it's so. <laughs> I think it's so yeah. it's so low because everyone's injured. Like that's and you know the yeah. squad the squad isn't great to begin with. Uh, well, no, no it probably is the worst squad to begin with. Um, morale's obviously, you know, kind of through the floor at the moment. The fixtures, yeah, they maybe get slightly easier over the next few weeks. But yeah, you we know. have had a difficult start. I will say because yeah. obviously a lot of people praising Luton and saying, you know, we, you know, we should be competing. I looked at their stuff; they've had a really easy start compared to us. But 
again, like I said last week, I, I do expect Luton to finish above us because they've got a style of play team. And as far as I know, they don't get 30 to 13 to 14 injuries. <laughs> so yeah, um, I do expect them to to you know to finish above us. But they have had a we have had a hard start. There's no getting away from that. I guess. I mean, how many games we play? But then they're all good teams. Yeah, it's just, it's just the <laughs> Premier League, right? Like, you know. Yeah. 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 Anyway. Um, and yeah, we have no money, so I'm not expecting us to strengthen it all in January. Uh, and by, no. you know, maybe we'll sign a few players on loan, but at that point, it's almost like, what what is the point? And, uh, you mm-hmm. know, despite the owner trying to sell the club, in, in inverted commas, for um, two years now, I think. Um, yeah. <clears throat> we're, we're no yeah, closer. Like, so. I don't know. It's... I, 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 look, not nothing changes until he goes, and this is always going to happen. We might go back up next season. Who knows? I don't know. I think it'd be much more difficult to be completely honest. But obviously, I'm not going to think that far because who knows what squad's going to be. But it, we're never going to be able to compete, well yeah. ever, unless unless something ridiculous like what happened under Wilder happens again, and that is literally what a one season in forty year thing that happens where a team comes up and you know it spends nothing and, and competes right at the top end it's not going to change and, and look it's I think I listened to a bit of radio uh, football heaven yesterday actually they don't really listen to it but I were at work and he's had it on the background and United fan on and he was saying that you know it's it, it's so weird at the moment he says he's never known it to be like this where there's no everyone will play Man United at home 8 o'clock kickoff Saturday night and we're all going oh God. Do you know what I mean? Like everyone's sort of dreading the games Arsenal away next week. Not dreading the games, everyone's enjoying the days and stuff like that and going to the matches. But the actual matches, when you actually sit and think about them, you are thinking, God, this is going to be a right slog. I, I I don't look forward to the matches. And that's not not necessarily because I think this team's like you know, pathetic or anything like that. I just mm. I'd never known a United team so out of the depth. Yeah. As this team, especially with the injuries, look if we get that, if we get everyone, if we kept everyone fit and that, and we could put our first eleven out or our first fourteen to fifteen out every week, I think we'd have a chance of getting mm. maybe thirty to forty points. I might be going too far there, but I think that's a chance of that happening. I don't the, think the season would be live like late into the season. Yeah, yeah, that's it. We 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 would compete, and I think what's annoying at the moment is although we competed against Man United. We, com- we competed in a, you know, blood and thunder way rather than a, in a quality sense. We can't compete in terms of quality. Maybe it'll change when we play Burnley and Luton and, and Bournemouth and Wolves and stuff like that. Maybe maybe that'll change. You know, we weren't that long ago we, we matched Everton, for instance. But yeah. it, it is, it's, I won't even say it's depressing. It's just a bit, You sort, I'm already counting down the fixtures to yeah. thinking like, you know, yeah. can we just get this season out of the way now because it's just not... It almost feels like you're playing a... It's a bit like the lockdown season, where you're going into the games just thinking, well, that's another one ticked off. <laughs> yeah, I'm not quite there yet. Um, I just I just think we've got, you know, well, a one in a hundred chance of staying up from this position, basically. Um, I mean... Yeah, me... look, did they, did they... Sorry, carry on. Sorry. I was going to say, uh, when was the last time you looked at the league table? Could, could you tell me right now who is top of the Premier League and, and who else is in the bottom three? I know that Tottenham are top because I read it yesterday. Um, okay. They won yesterday. I didn't know that. No I idea. It was Man City. I've no idea who's second and third. I yeah. think I don't know. Bournemouth must be second bottom because they haven't won a game. Uh, yeah, um, that is right. Yeah. And I don't know who's third bottom. 
Luton, Burnley. It's Burnley, Burnley yeah. Burnley. And I, I don't. Oh, I don't... Yeah, but that were a guess. I, don't, I didn't know that. I just like trying to work out yeah, like a sure. team win. Yeah. Um, and I, I don't do this as like you know, oh, you know, look how how cool we are, how you know, ignorant of the rest of the Premier League. Whatever. You know, <laughs> yeah, I'm not flaunting our ignorance here. It's more that. I've long stopped thinking about where we actually are in relation to other teams because we just we haven't won any games and yeah we've only drawn one game um, so yeah I just I'm just looking at go on I'm just looking at the league now I'm laughing I'm laugh, I can't believe Palace are 11th <laughs> they're always 11th they're going to finish 11th to 14th that's what they it's always do incredible it's unbelievable that they're 11th again <laughs> <laughs> they did just win at Man United I think didn't they a couple of weeks ago yeah, but sure they'll, they'll just yeah, but they'll probably lose to Fulham next week or something. Wherever they yeah, play, I think there was a point while the three o'clock games were going on that if we'd won seven nil against Man United, we would have gone out the bottom three. But then Luton came back to draw. But that's like, oh, I mean, we're God. at that stage already. <laughs> so yeah, my, my, I guess my point is here. Like I, I've stopped thinking about this season in terms of uh, can we stay up because my answer is a, a vehement no, which isn't you know. That's not a hot take or anything. That's why I wanted to kind of put that percentage percentage chance on it. But this game... But there are really... people out there, that, there are people listening who do think we can stay up, and I'm not going to call them idiots or anything, because we are only four points. Well, it's not just that. We're only four points off Luton. You know, it's mm. not... All right, we're going to lose to Arsenal. But I don't know who Luton's got next. I'll say they lose. But let's say we beat Wolves and we beat Bournemouth. That's two wins. We probably will be out. We'll be certainly only like a point away from... You know, staying all, uh, you know, at the bottom four or whatever. Yeah. So I, I, I'm not going to, but as I'm looking at this league now, played nine, won none, drawn one, lost eight. Yeah. I don't see any optimism or you any can't, reason. You can't stay up and with 15 just... points, I'm afraid. Like, it's just not going to happen. <laughs> no, 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 it's not going to happen. But one of these teams at the bottom, po- po- probably Bournemouth, will probably put a bit of a run together. And I think it will be a low points total because I think the, the gaps are that big now mm. between the bottom, you know, the, the, the bottom five or six and the top. Uh, the, you know, they're at the top 10 or whatever it is. But, I'd, yeah, do I see this team getting to 20 points? Well, 21 points? Not at the moment, to be honest. And that's what I think the aim... My realistic aim is getting as many points as last time, which is a bit depressing, but that, yeah. that's the only... You know, you've got to take it match by match and just hope that we... You know, the first thing is don't beat that derby record. And the second thing is try and beat your, you know, your next point total and then see where you are after that. But I, it, with the injuries and everything like that, I just can't. I wish I did have that optimism. You know, I'm not. I just can't see it. I, don't, I can't. I can't lie to myself and say, oh, do you know what? I can. You know, we because I just don't see it like that. I think we'll we'll probably be in a lot of games up until the 60th, 70th minute, and as soon as every team brings subs on, and I'm including Burnley in that, and Bournemouth, and we'll all have better benches than us. I just, I just think we'll we'll not 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 see it out. Yeah, no, that's a great point. It's almost like we have to. It's almost like we have to be winning by the 60-minute mark if we're going to get anything out of it, I guess. Um, yeah. Yeah, because just after that, the game is not a contest, is it? I can't I can't think of many games where we've like really stuck in it. I mean, all right, we scored, like, what, 75th minute against Spurs or something like that, but that was out of absolutely nothing when it wasn't like it, it came as a, a spell of pressure out like that. I suppose Everton, we had those chances, like, right at the end, but that was from a corner that... Uh, I don't remember it coming off any great pressure or anything like that. So yeah, that's. I think we just we need to be ahead when teams are unleashing their fresh legs because we we just have the squad. But uh, yeah, there's what it is. I I, um, I, I kind of just you know. So even though I don't think we have much chance at all, 
Um, I'm heartened by that first half, like that we, that we didn't look like yeah. we did at Fulham, at West Ham, yeah. um, in the second half against Newcastle. That gives me hope that we can get some points, that we can, you know, not sit here. In a few weeks, maybe we'll be sat here discussing a win, which, yeah, just doesn't feel... I don't know. It feels a long way off, but um, yeah, I, I feel based on that first half, like that could happen. We could actually win a game uh, of football in the next few weeks. And what I will say is, you asked me last week, what do you want to see from this team? And I, my main thing was a plan. Yeah. I wanted to see a plan and I wanted to see a commitment. And to be honest, we got that. Maybe yeah. not a plan in the second half. I've, I've no idea what we were attempting in the second half, but I think there were a lot to do with tiredness and the people that we had out on the pitch at the end. But, but it was an improvement and it, it I think obviously been a lot of talk about Eckenbach losing his job. I think it's I think that performance sort of it, it, it quietened those voices a little bit, um, which I suppose well it's not positive for the people who want him out, but I suppose it, it does go to show that you know people were fairly content with the performance, even if not the result. I think most yeah. people know where we are, and I think that were a much 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 improved performance from the last three. Yeah, we didn't lose that game due to lack of effort, and ultimately that's no. that's that's my baseline for like where I'll be satisfied. I think is you know as long as I feel mm-hmm. like you're trying, and you know Robinson's leveling McTominay and stuff like this, then I'm I'm okay with it. I'm at peace with it. It's probably the best way to put it. You know, I can't say I'm satisfied at losing yet another game, and yeah, coming going home and being like, oh bloody hell, you know, we've still only got one point from these nine games mm-hmm. it is now with. You know, having a dreadful start and it's just rubbish. But I'm kind of at peace with that, I guess. Um, Just uh, a couple of final things, just kind of emptying my uh, my notebook on this one, if you like. Um, Five minutes of added time at the end of this game. Yeah, yeah. I I was Mm. incandescent with rage, shall we say? Which is bizarre because we obviously we didn't look like we were going to score, even if it had been thirty minutes. But I think that's 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 a red herring. That's by the by. I I don't think that's relevant to this. how can there only be five minutes of added time in the second half when we had six minutes in the first half? Like, yes, some of that was that spurious VAR check, but I mean, uh, seven subs, I think, uh, eight subs, excuse me. We obviously had uh, a goal as well. We had pitch invaders, uh, you know, pitch invaders stopping things. Evans was down injured for a while before one of his substitutions. I can't believe there was only five minutes. I mean, I don't know if we're yeah. already seeing a kind of course correction after that Spurs United game where. You know, twelve minutes was kind of farcical, and if if there has been a sort of quiet adjustment, you know, of like, okay, let's just let's just tone down some of these added time a bit. But again, you can't help but feel if this game was still one all, there's more than five minutes of added time, right? If this is still level, or if well, United are winning, again, I don't like to go into conspiracy time because I think it does feel like you're doing sour grapes, but. It really is hard to <clears throat> justify the five minutes. I mean, Nick Prokop was like, that's ridiculous, five minutes. Because probably last season, I would have, like, you know, looked twice. And I thought, yeah, yeah five same. minutes, fair enough. But with everything else that's gone on this season with the 12 minutes, and I don't know, I, I heard Klopp moaning about it a couple of weeks. I think it were after the Tottenham game about the amount of out of time. And I did think they're probably just going to quietly change that now because he's, mm-hmm. you know, cried about it. I mean, he's got... The thing with Liverpool as well is ridiculous. With the obviously the the VAR decision not to you know allow the goal against Tottenham, and all of a sudden there that you know that VAR team and the referee can't referee their games anymore. But that had never happened to us. Michael Oliver refereed us yesterday after the you know sorry on Saturday after the Villa thing, and I, yeah, they, I don't know. I mean, like I say, I don't want to get into this sort of 
I hate the Premier League thing again because it's probably boring for everyone to listen. Cause I, I bore myself by saying it, but yeah, fair enough. I do. I just, I just, I just do think that you know that it, there is a hierarchy, and and I don't know what's that line off the Animal Farm. Uh, <laughs> Some pigs are better than other pigs. I can't remember what it is now, but you know what I mean. <laughs> what is it? Some, yeah, we're all the same, but some all, of... all, uh, all created equal, but some of us more equal than others. Is that Animal Farm? Is that's it. That's the one. Yeah, yeah, that's that's the one. Brilliant. Remembered. Yeah, that that's what it feels like. We're all equal. We're all in the you know, but some of us are more equal than others, and, and for some teams, you know, it's more. It seems it seems like the, the classic is more important for them than it does for us. Like, it's only United, Sheffield United. They're going back down anyway, yeah. and that's the pundits and stuff. I'm like. You know, when, when Roy, I like Roy Keane because he's hilarious. <laughs> but when he comes to, like, you know, do one of our matches, which will be soon, on, you know, on a Super Sunday or something, I know for a fact he won't have watched us once this season other than against Man United. <laughs> and he'll just be saying, oh, they're, they're, they're absolutely, I don't know what, I'm not going to try the accent. Uh, they're absolutely uh, <laughs> terrible, that. Uh, they're absolutely awful, you know. They're, they're, they're absolutely dreadful. And, and not knowing anything about what's happened. That's why Alex Crook talks sport. I know a few, few people have gone against him, but... You know, he said that Eckingbottom had the place sold underneath him and he had no chance and he felt sorry for him. And people, some people don't agree with that, but at least he knew the situation. He knew what had happened rather than these people who were just going around saying, no, they're rubbish. Why are they so rubbish? You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. I'm trying. Like, I'm taking rubbish? it seriously. Yeah, yeah, take it seriously. You're not, you know, this is Premier League. So, yeah, uh, I don't know. Just another round. I've done another round on Premier League, but yeah. <laughs> I think I'm just on alert. Get better like... owner. I'll probably enjoy it. <laughs> That's true. Um, come on, what about someone like Tony Bloom? Can't he? Can't he buy us as well? Like, you know, so if, if you've got so much money that you're happy to throw away on Brighton, why don't you buy us as well? Eh? Um, I think I'm just on with things like this five minutes at a time. I'm just on high alert for like any slight disadvantage that gets added on top of everything else that you know is is just fact in terms of they all have better players and more money than us and not as significant and injuryless so yeah this it, it really got my back up um the other one uh and i don't really intend to end on a couple of negatives here but norwood set pieces <laughs> on saturday yeesh oh don't why oh, is he man. why I mean, is hamer taking more I, of them i don't understand this i don't know i i think that he gets a lot of undue stick no what i said this last season for his set but every club thinks their set pieces are rubbish yeah and i know this just by doing the view from you go around like well we never score off set pieces and i think we were the second best in the league last season i think no one is right, a, something no like one is a really really good set piece taker certainly in the, the championship which yeah starts back yeah. up he's 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 borderline elite in the championship for you know where he's obviously spent the majority and, of his career but he's he stank on Saturday, and I don't know why he kept taking yes. them. And he, he it, 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 we, when we're this limited, it's it's so important we take. We said this at the start of the season. Yeah. We've got to be a really really good set piece team, and we're not. And he, but they were, they were a free kick at the end. Uh, I think I said this last week. They were a free kick at the end, and I looked at the box, and you've got Brewster, Traore, Archer, yeah. I think Thomas Prince there. It's difficult for him to get anything on it, but you've got to cause some issues. And, I get that, and yeah, yeah. They, they, that's. As poor as I've seen Norwood set pieces, to be fair. I thought he was one of the weak links again. I, I, I know he's... I don't know, he seems to have divided opinion in his performance. I don't think it were absolutely awful, but I, I do think he were... Yeah, I don't know. I, I just right, think but... this is probably a level... I think it was level too high for him, you know, but it, 
it, it is for most of them. So yes, that's not news, I guess, is it? Particularly Norwood, who obviously this is his third season um, with us at this level. Um, <laughs> yeah, I just think we 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 should be a bit more cutthroat here. Like if he if he messes up the first two, right? Someone else is taking them. Hamer's taking them. Just yeah, because we can't yeah. we can't waste an entire game of set pieces. And if he's just I mean, it happens, right? Like, you, you know, you, footballers must get the, the whatever the football equipment, the yips is, you know? Like, there must be yeah, games yeah. where they start playing. Like, I'm actually, I just can't, I can't shoot like I normally do or I can't cross like I normally do. They just have bad games. So we need to recognise, we should have recognised that on Saturday. Like, in the first, so if you go and watch the 10-minute highlights, United have very kindly included some of these dreadful free kicks from Norwood. So he was doing it from early in the game. Um, and yeah, Hamer... In the championship with Coventry last season was a really really good set piece taker and I think he's put some good sort of good crosses in for us as well so far this season so don't mm. don't waste a whole game if he's not on it Norwood with his set pieces please because we need we need those to be good to kind of get a bit of extra value out of out of some of our attacks and uh, yeah, yeah they they were really uh, they were just dreadful I thought on Saturday um, anyway yeah, yeah sorry I didn't really yeah, want to end on that note but I just. Uh, <laughs> Finishing off what I'd written down, I suppose. Um, for what it's worth, the 21st club projection have us at 81% for relegation now, which is about the same odds as Liverpool finishing in the top four. So it's, I mean, 81% seems very conservative. As I said, I, I would set it much, much higher, but to give context, I think I think most fans would expect that Liverpool are definitely going to finish in the top four and be in the Champions League next season. So... That's where they yeah. rate our relegation chances, right, mate? Let's let's wrap up. I I, I haven't. I've got to be honest. I just barely thought about Arsenal. I'm, I'm mentally, you know, writing that game off and moving on to Wolves on November fourth. Oh, negative. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'd, I mean, I'd, I'd, yeah. That'd be a hell of an upset if we I, I, if we get even a point at Arsenal. Yeah, I'm not going to see that game actually. So I'm going. I'm going to uh, going to see the Chemical Brothers on uh, nice. on Saturday. So uh, I'll not. I'll not be seeing that game, um, unfortunately. So I'll be in Leeds of all places, bloody Leeds. Um, and uh, I, I've got to admit, it's not something that I'm. <laughs> I'm not not that disappointed that I'm not going to see it. Are you going to be watching? Uh, I don't know, to be honest. <laughs> I'm not hugely motivated to watch it, but we'll see what happens. Uh, I'm certainly not motivated to go to it. Having my uh, my away game approach for the rest of the season. So I've, the two I really wanted to get to were Spurs and Fulham, and I have got to those two. So now I'm into... Um, I'll try and get tickets for grounds I've not been to before or games where I feel like we yeah. have a chance. And uh, Arsenal doesn't ticket either box. I've been to the Emirates a couple of times. See you next season then, mate. <laughs> <laughs> there's loads of there's loads of grounds I've not been to, mate. How dare you? And also, there's, there's a few games I think we will have a chance of getting a point. It's Bournemouth away. I'm hoping to get a ticket to yeah. Anyway, um, yeah. let's let's wrap up, mate. What what uh, what you got to plug? You did you, new thing for the pinch came out the other day. Yeah, did the social media view for the pinch. I'm I'm going to send him a. I've done the uh, Brian Dean story VHS if anyone remembers back oh, from the early nineties right. that I sent send across today like a review of that. Um, View from Man United out, you know they they weren't even happy. Mm. <laughs> you know they were like saying oh, we won, but we went very well, did we? Um, and I love the Arsenal view out uh, Friday. And I think we're doing. A, I think mainly episode should be out tonight. The the two parter of the uh, weekend. Like um, singing so that one. should be out tonight. The singing one, the karaoke one. I've not heard it back myself, so I am going to listen to that one back and see how bad it was. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so that one that that should be out as well. So yeah, it's, it's all go. It's all go. Unfortunately, all go. <laughs> love it. Uh, yeah, living with Maidley's podcast, and 
Uh, why, why don't I know the address for the pinch? What is it? Is it the pinch news? The pinch.uk. You'll find Roy's, so, Roy's social media roundup. Um, yeah, and you've got your um, Women of Steel and your Jack Robinson hype piece coming, aren't you? <laughs> yeah, that, that might be out now, actually. Yeah, I just... Um, my BBC Sport thing today was on... I just wrote a few words about Jack Robinson and kind of what we said earlier, really, about how uh, I appreciate the fact that um, he's he's played to, like, the limit of his ability. Uh, yeah, that's up now. That's on the BBC Sport website. So if you go to... Just click on Sheffield United and it takes you to the Sheffield United page. Uh, and, yeah, hopefully the next Women of Steel. I'm hoping to have that in people's inboxes tomorrow. Good good bounce back but win by United Women um, on Saturday. Uh, Sunday, rather, because... Uh, yeah, they got smoked by Birmingham the week before, um, and then they went mm-hmm. and won three one at Reading, which is a very good result because Reading were in the WSL last season, even though they're uh, they downgraded their investment in their women's team this season. But yeah, really good win by United Women, um, and they climbed the table a bit. They're, they're sneaking up towards the um, like top six sort of places now. So yeah, getting um, get they're in a good little bit of form actually. I think they've won three out of four or four out of five now. So um, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Picking up a bit. <laughs> right, mate, let's let's finish there. Uh, yeah, you can follow you at Panchero on Twitter. You follow me at BladesPod. And uh, thanks, everyone, for listening. And uh, thank you, as always, for your time, mate. I will catch up with you soon. Yeah, thanks a lot, mate. See you later.